Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast, putting STEM into every classroom every day. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods, and looking for ways to add some more STEM, some science, technology, engineering, and math into your everyday life, in your everyday classroom, uh, even at home with your kids. And today we have a very uh, special guest with us, Deborah Stacy from Horse Lovers Math is with, with us. Welcome, Deborah. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for uh, for being being on with us today, and and I've got to say, just in in talking with you and getting to know you a little bit, it's 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 amazing to to hear your heart for for finding ways not just yes. to add STEM, but to look for that STEM that's all around you. Um, tell yes. us a little bit about how you how you came up with the idea for Horse Lovers Math. Well, it was back when I was still working with horses, and my daughter was in elementary school. And she was a horse crazy girl, just like I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I w- we were living at a horse farm and leasing a pony for her. And I was helping her with her math homework one night. And I thought, if I just rephrase this question, put it in the context of the real world of horses, keep the math operations the same, maybe she would be motivated to want to know the answer. And that's what happened. And I got very excited and started seeing math everywhere in the real world of horses. And I was also writing at the time. And I took time, I tried to find a publisher Uh, without success. I created questions and many pages of questions, but couldn't interest a publisher. So I finally set it aside, but I always knew it was a great idea. Uh And back in 2011, I was at a bit of a crossroads and I decided if ever I was going to make Horse Lovers Math a reality, now was the time. So I met with the daughter of a friend of ours who happened to be a children's book publisher because initially it was just going to be a workbook. Mm -hmm. And I showed her the work that I'd done and she was very impressed. Her company did not publish this type of book for kids, but she was very encouraging and said I could ask had I any questions I could always ask her she directed me to people who could help me so when I walked out the door from that meeting I knew I was going to go for it (laughs) and one of the first things my husband said when I got back home after I told him I was going to go for it was (laughs) are you going to have a website so it's been a huge learning curve in many ways but I've I'm totally enjoying the whole journey. Oh, that's 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 cool. That's a that's uh, such a neat story, and and really that can be just on it on its own inspiration to to any educator, parent, even kids to 
when there's when there's something out there, you've got a great idea. Find a way to make it happen. Exactly. And the, the tools are there for us now. Yeah. Digital cameras. I can make movies with iMovie. There's, I mean, social media, uh, print on demand, yeah. ebooks, all all the tools are there to manifest whatever our imagination has for us. Yeah. And 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 here you are, a, you know, a horse lover who's who's trying to find um, interesting ways to to excite uh, kids of, of really of all ages uh, yes. in, in in math, uh, connecting it with horses. And you're way out on on the west coast of Canada, and I'm I'm in the you know the Midwest in Michigan, and 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 here we are also yeah. by that same power being able to connect and then share the yes. story with with educators and parents all over the country and all over the world. Yes, um, yes, I do. There's there's on the website. Mm-hmm. A lot of the content is free. I have over 150 posts that are free and open to everyone. There's close to 300 altogether. And one of the people can have a membership and the membership allows them access to the answers pages for every post. Plus, I put up a new post every week. And yeah. then there's also a level level one workbook currently available. And that is the math in that is at the grade four, five level. But of course, the horse content, the horse information is for any age. Mm-hmm. And and really, I mean, the 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 stories, the the writing, it's 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 simple and easy to read. It's it's a short little story. It's got questions built in. And- yes. And um, I mean, it's not just math too. There's there's science in some of the, the articles that I've seen. There's videos and pictures and and all sorts of things that that really can can help to bring alive, much like it did for for your daughter. Yes, and and you know, I I feel like I don't even have to work hard to bring it alive no. because what I'm doing is it's I sometimes I almost feel like I'm writing for myself as a young girl growing up (laughs) and if for horse crazy kids the motivation to learn is built in if you're a horse crazy kid you want to learn everything you can about horses you never get tired of seeing photos of reading books of seeing movies horse crazy kids are already motivated when they come to the site I'm just making the math and science, the STEM, that is a part of the real world of horses, visible and accessible. I Some of the content I start out with may be an equine researchers publishing something about bit pressure or do horses react to the tone of voice of we humans Mm -hmm. and i work it to make it accessible and understandable to kids i'm aiming primarily grades four five and six ages eight to twelve roughly but my work in the classroom and i have been for the past three or four years now going down to my local elementary school and helping out in the math classes Mm -hmm. and I can see the range of 
understanding and levels that kids are at at every grade. Just because a topic such as area and perimeter are introduced at a particular grade level doesn't mean that it is understood and mastered at that grade level. Right. You have to keep coming back to it, seeing it, playing around with it, putting it into practice in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, seeing it, seeing it actually have purpose for kids. Uh, like, yes. like you had said earlier about, about your daughter, it was that, that motivation to want to know, to want to know how to, yes. how to do something. When, when the kids see the value of their education, and that's, a, that's really an overall lesson that education needs, needs more of. And, and in fact, sometimes it almost feels like we're getting less of it as we're you know, maybe adding more uh, standards or adding you know, different curriculums and things. Sometimes it just go back to showing the kids how relevant this stuff really is. Yes. It, and that's at the same time that is happening. From my, from my perspective, what I'm seeing through social media and our articles on the web, there's at the same time, there's also a huge push to bring real world questions and problems into the classroom. Yes. There's a, a push for self-directed learning and connected learning. And there's people like Dan Meyer and Joe Bowler there's there's also a lot of exciting changes and research being done in in a more real world holistic approach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In fact, before we before we came on on the air here, we were talking about uh, hay prices uh, and comparing them <laughs> in different parts of the country, and and it was like I was listening to a math lesson with a couple of horse people talking about and comparing the prices and the pounds and. And, and the different yes. qualities of hay and 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 all those things are are, are typical of of stories that are that are on your website uh, horseloversmath.com um, and it's and it's great resource it's also on Twitter at horseloversmath very easy to find those things and you've got a lot of kids that that love it right yes I, I've have I have some quotes here one I was just so thrilled about um, a young girl who's a member of the math club, said, Horse Lovers Math has helped me recognize how important math is and also has made math much more fun. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that's that's what I want to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, and sometimes it just takes that that opening their eyes to seeing that it's that it's in things. It's like you yes. said, it came to you that all of a sudden you started seeing the math everywhere around you. And um, and how and how cool yes. that is, and and look what it spawned, and and really, I mean, we're talking about horse lovers math, but but again, it could just as easily be, you know, baseball lovers math, and it could be piano That's lovers right. math, and and it's finding that thing that connects with your kid, with your students, and and what is it that triggers that that want to know? Yes, I I agree totally, hmm. and finding it, the best way to do that is by. Being a good listener, mm -hmm. giving the the learner space to be themselves and express themselves. Yeah. That's one thing when I'm at when I'm at school and helping kids, if they're struggling with something, I'll ask what 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 are they interested in? And and whether it's a sport, like up here there's ho hockey is very popular. Oh yeah. And once I find that, then I try and rephrase the question 
and put it in a context for an area that they already have an interest in. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah. great ideas. Um, other thoughts, Deborah. Um, things yes. things you wanted to share. Yes, uh, but let me just further speak to that. One thing that I am hoping mm -hmm. is that, I mean, not ever, not what well, I want kids to horse crazy kids to realize that they can have a career with horses that doesn't, and they don't have to be a good rider. I, I certainly growing up as a child, I, I equated a career with horses as being, I have, I had to know how to ride. And one thing I'm hoping be, and most kids don't have even have the opportunity to ride. Mm -hmm. They're just, they've got their horse models, they've got their books, yep. maybe a couple of times a year, they go on a trail ride. Mm -hmm. But I want kids to realize that if they do well in school, they can have a career with horses. There's so many post-secondary opportunities now, so much research being done. Yeah. So one of the sections on the website I have is about courses and careers. The Rutgers Equine Science Center has a game called Exercising Horsepower. I've got a post about it up on the website. It explains to horse lovers, math readers, how the game is organized and what they're be expected to do. And then it includes a link to the game itself. And it puts kids in the position of being an equine scientist. And they're conducting an experiment with a horse and that is put on a treadmill. Wow. And so that's, that's how that one is done. And I also come across articles periodically about kids having a horse science project at school. I've got a number of posts up on the website that I've based on science projects that kids have done in some of them high school. There was one young woman in grade 10 who researched how the shoulder angle of a horse affects the stride length. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and then there's, I've got a three part series. There's a summer vet camp that is has been started up just a few years ago. I think this past summer was just their second summer. It's in the Bay Area of California. And I contacted them and have created three posts about what their activities were over the course of their camp. And there's a, a grade five science project, three girls conducted an experiment where they were assessing a horse's heartbeat and how it is affected by their activity level. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I, I remember seeing something on your on your site about that. Just even simple things like that, you know. Yes. That the, that it, and, and a kid that's already looking for a science fair project or, or just something to study on their own because they're yes. interested. And, exactly. and those can be great ways to, to motivate our own kids, to encourage our own kids, encourage parents to talk to their kids and, and look for those things all around. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, 
just because a, a kid may like horses, it doesn't mean that the only thing that they can do is is grow up and ride horses. And, yes. And and I and I thought of something that I just saw recently um, posted on 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 the internet, and it was a picture, and it said farmers wear many hats, and it went through this huge list. Included were their scientists, their accountants, yes. their their meteorologists, and engineers, and nutritionists, and conservationists, and inventors, and and all those things can yes. can encompass whatever it is that a kid is is interested in. Mm-hmm. Just the other day, I put up two free PDF downloads on Teachers Pay Teachers. One is based on the Keeneland yearling sale that takes place each fall in Kentucky, and it it centers around whole numbers. Mm-hmm. up into the millions some of those some of those yearlings get sold for over a million dollars yeah and a, a part of that too is the sale the week long sale is divided into what they call books and each horse has a hip number hmm. and then you see the book and each day there is a range of hip numbers that are given so on let's say day 2 Hip numbers are from 635 to 900 and something. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect segue into kids recognizing place value and being able, seeing greater than and less than and where numbers fit in relation to each other. Yeah. And then there's, and then I ask for um, writing answers in word form, expanded form, those kinds of things. And then the second one is based or inspired by a recent, the Pennsylvania Farm Show had a miniature horse pulling contest. (laughs) So there is weight, there's distance, measurement, and I created, so that's the second worksheet that's now available on teachers pay teachers wow and so so they any anybody can go and look for those and and find some of those resources again so so many wonderful resources on on your your website deborah um once again that's that's horseloversmath.com it's really exciting uh seeing seeing somebody finding uh, a completely different way to to look at the world around them and to draw draw kids in and draw math and science in and putting those things together and providing it really for everyone else out here. So, so thank you for that. I would say. Oh, my, my pleasure. I'm enjoying every minute. Any other last thoughts uh, before we let you go, Deborah? Well, no, I I think we've covered things. I I do. I am working on a new hands-on activity. Uh Last week I went to the farrier school Oh wow! Here in Kwantlen College, I'm wanting. I I figure kids are going to find it very interesting to see and handle real horseshoes. And I was able to get horseshoes for huge draft horses, horseshoes for small ponies, racing shoes for that are used on thoroughbreds at the track. I have a, a scale. Yeah. And. So I'm putting together an activity that will involve measurement, weight, but also how does one measure a horse's hoof? Yeah. 
how does one measure a horseshoe? So that's something I'm working on. Wow. Yeah. I, so that's, all that's those, been fun. All those things I could imagine just, just running through my head as soon as you said horseshoes and you started talking about different sizes of horses. And and like you yes. said, it's it's all right there. If if we yes. just stop and look and say, How can I how can I use use what I've got? So yeah. Uh, Great lesson um, for for all of us. Um, Deborah, thank you again for joining us on on the podcast today. Thank and, you, Chris. And uh, definitely keep up keep up the great work and and we'll keep <laughs> keep keep checking all those those great things on horseloversmath.com. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to the STEM everyday podcast and and look for those ways to to add some STEM uh, to your home and to your classroom and to your kids' lives and and your kids are gonna love you for it. And as always, check out all the other podcasts on RemarkableChatter.com. I'm your host, Chris Woods, and we'll talk to you again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.